G'day friends, welcome back. Uh, sorry for the late upload. I know it's Friday. Um, I just haven't had time to do this this week. I had the, you know, obviously the grand final to look through. There was Andor to review and I've just been a bit busy. Um, but I'm, but I'm going to keep getting them out. So this week we're looking back to round five of the AFLW. We're halfway done with the season already. It goes by so fast when there's only 10 rounds. Um, I'm looking at the St Kilda game. Obviously, extremely disappointed uh, with that performance from the girls. I'm going to go through uh, go through it nonetheless. Uh, and I'll also be going through the Brisbane and Richmond game, which was... We, we almost never get upsets in the AFLW, and, and the result in this game was a massive upset. So it was a really exciting watch. Um, so we're going through that one as well. Let's get into it. Okay, St Kilda, what is happening? What is happening? The, the first two weeks of the year, we were amazing. Granted, we were playing expansion sides, but we looked awesome. We looked really, really solid. And then the last three weeks, it's just fallen apart. It's totally fallen apart. The, the big issue that was just way too evident was our complete and utter lack of run. My God, we got to run so much harder. We looked so slow. How many times were Geelong players just out on their own in 30 metres of space, just totally unchecked? It was really, really hard to watch. Um, so, yeah, it, it, that's how you end up with a 50-point deficit at the end. It was, it was absolutely shocking. It was so poor. Um, we are really missing Molly McDonald. Um, she provides a heap of run on the wing. She just runs up and down that wing all day long. Um, so she's still out with concussion, I believe, and they haven't got a return date for her, which is a bit worrying. Um, but man, it was bad. And then we had two more concussions in this game. So McKinnon had the really, really bad tackle from Presparkus, which has seen her rubbed out for two weeks. Um, it was nasty. It looked like she was out cold for a minute there, um, which wasn't good. Uh, and Vesely as well. I, I don't know what, I haven't, didn't catch the incident. It must've happened during play and they didn't pick up on it. Um, but a few moments later, she was standing in the mark and her legs were going from underneath her. It was quite disturbing. Like she's trying to stand up straight on the mark and she nearly fell over. Um, so our injury list is a bit of a worry. So like we haven't got a heap, but the, the women's lists aren't as big as the men's lists. Like there's only 30 something players on a, on a AFLW list. So suddenly you have six or eight injuries and suddenly you're running out of players real quick. Um, I noticed that Tiana Smith is not on our injury list. Um, so she did her ACL in December, 
or November. Um, either way, if she's sort of... Uh, there was talk that she would be coming back at some point in this season, um, which would be impressive because we're, t- you know, we're talking a nine or ten month turnaround from an ACL, which is pretty good. Um, so, they, you know, the way things are going, they might have to play her, even if she's not... You know, a hundred. If she if she hasn't had a full pre-season of prep after a recovery, um, but yeah, we're in strife. We're in we're in a lot of strife, and we got the pies this weekend. So things aren't going to improve, I don't think. Um, one thing that I do that I am happy with, but I would still like to see more of. Dal is not afraid to be creative and sort of throw things around to try and get things happening. We saw him do it a little bit. So obviously he's very happy to throw Sheila all over the place. Kate had an unbelievably good game and she played in every position on the ground. She was at full forward. She was on the wing. She was in the ruck for a second. She was at full back. She was absolutely everywhere. She had to do this a few weeks ago against Melbourne. I think she had to do that. Um, she was awesome. And he, he, he absolutely loves just using her to plug holes and, you know, right, we got an issue over here. Kate, can I get you down there? Kate, can you go in the ruck for a second? Like, she is Mrs. Fix-It, right? I want to see him get a little bit more creative with some other players. So he he threw um, Nicholas Stevens into the middle, it looked like, um, sort of late in the game. It was hard to tell because St Kilda didn't have the ball a whole lot. <laughs> um, but she was sort of around a couple of stoppages, so it looked like he had made that move. Um, I saw Clara Fitzpatrick take a couple of ruck contests, and I thought she did really, really well. Um, like that, there was just there was just one. It was a, nothing special, but for someone who was in a ruck, her ruck craft I thought was really like it's it's basically all this year it's been McKinnon and Greiser as the two rucks, and Sheila's gone in there a little bit, um, but. Um, to see Clara go in and she just she just used her body really well. She pushed um, whoever it would have been, Geelong's ruck out of the way and just nice little, didn't try to overdo it, just a nice little tap down to whoever it was. It was Vesely or somebody. Um, or it might have been Exxon. Exxon had a good game as well. Um yeah, I just really liked what she did there. So maybe they could use her in the ruck a little bit more, especially if McKinnon's going to miss this week. Um, and and look, yeah, you might say oh, it's going to impact our backline, but we're getting we're fucking hemorrhaging goals anyway. So you know, it doesn't really make a difference, I don't think. Um, I'd like to see Zenos on the ball a little bit more, especially while McDonald's out. Maybe move Zenos up onto the wing because she's got some pace. She can run. I don't know what her tank is like. But she has got toe, and she will get the ball and run. Every time she got the ball, there's a, there's this immediate injection of energy, which was noticeable. So she should be pushed up the ground to get more involved in the game. I think that would help. And Patrikios, Patrikios still got heaps of the ball. Like she's, it, she still needs to sort of grow back into her game. She's got to build her confidence back up after missing last season. Um, but I wonder if. Because we've got all these great players who are good at getting the ball, like putting their head over it, like Vesely, Exxon, Stewart. We've got, we've got plenty of inside mids with plenty of grunt. What we don't have, especially with McDonald out, is a bit of outside sort of class. I, I would 
not be at all opposed to sort of Petruchios holding a bit of width, being that outside player. Um, she has been a little bit at times. Like, she doesn't not do this, but I'd like to see her sort of permanently in this role. Like, let let Exxon and Vesely, although Vesely won't play this week, just let them be in there and get the ball out. And then she can be, if she can really hold her width and allow the opposition players to get sucked in and the ball gets shoveled out to her, she can get and go. And then she's got so much class and skill that it might really be of benefit to us. So I'd like to see that a little bit more as well. Um, but yeah, we just got to find more more run because we just weren't covering the ground well at all. It was really alarming how much space Geelong had. And when we got the ball, we were slow. Like, I'll talk about the other, the, the Richmond-Brisbane game, but it was fast. God, everyone was, they just got the ball and they went. Richmond and Brisbane both just would go. And it looked like a different sport to what St Kilda were playing. It, it was really worrying as a Saints fan, given how well we started the year. So, Dell's got to work on, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if, like, our list is just not particularly aerobically gifted. Um, I don't know. And, like, it shouldn't all be on Molly McDonald's shoulders to come back and to change how the team is playing. Um, we should be able to do it without her. So that might be something Dell needs to work on. And, yeah, I'd love him to just double down on this. He's clearly got this nice creative bug um we can you can see it there i'd love him to just like especially when we're fucking we're getting belted like i know coaches spend hours and hours and hours and fucking months and years building and cultivating a game plan reliant on players being in certain positions but when when the game is gone it there is zero harm in just fucking taking all the magnets and piffing them at the whiteboard and just seeing who lands where you know I don't think there's any harm in that at all. Um, Yeah, so like I said, I thought Sheila was fantastic. I thought Guttridge was really good, um, especially in the second half. There was really not many St Kilda players at all that were good in the first half. Um, But I thought Guttridge was really good. She sort of, she she stayed largely forward. She played basically only in the forward half, but she got up the ground. She she started on the wing a couple of times um, and she had some really, really good um, little passages there. So I was really impressed with her game. I thought Burke was really good as well. Um, give Like in a back line that was under siege, like she, I think she's so important because our back line, again, does not have a heap of speed. Like we've got Jacobson in there who's, uh, who's you know, got, you know, got plenty of speed. But then you look at Priest and Fitzpatrick and they're, they're not overly fast players. But Burke has got this, electricity about her when you know she she's not unlike her dad really like it's quite amazing um but she's aggressive and she's not afraid to make mistakes they all make mistakes sometimes or happens constantly right but i think you end up making more mistakes when you're afraid to make an error you know but she just gets the ball and she fucking goes she's like right we got to take the game on i I, to- I just love the way that she goes about it. Like, she's another one. You could throw her into the middle. The way that she plays, I think it'd be really beneficial. Um, but yeah, I was, I was just really impressed with how she, how composed she was, 
um, given that you know the back line was just fucking, it was just getting pumped in there constantly. Thought she was really good, and Petrukios was really good as well. Like her, her numbers were excellent. Her impact was not as much as I would like, um, but she sort of, you could really see her growing into the game. It'll it'll just be she'll be back to herself when she starts the game off with as much confidence as she ends it, if that makes sense. Um, for Geelong, I mean, Geelong were pretty impressive across the board. Um, Amy McDonald had like, what, she have 34 disposals? She was unbelievable. She, like, she really was, like, she was great f- throughout the entire game, but in the first half, when we didn't kick a goal, it was really because of her. Like, she was just unbelievable. She was like a, oh, man. It was quite amazing to see her just totally disembowel us. Um, Scott and Shear each kick each kicked three goals, which is pretty good. And Presparkas was pretty good as well. Um, it's a shame she's going to miss two weeks, but she fucked up. That that was a bad and unsportsmanlike tackle that she laid. So that's what happens. Um, but no, she was she was really really impressive, and the, the way that she plays. Like, her sister's a fucking good player, but just the way that Georgie plays, she could end up being better than Maddie. I don't know. Um, but, I, God, she she gets the ball. Like, she's fantastic. She gets the ball out of a stoppage or out of a contest or wherever. She takes a few steps, and then she just fucking sends it. She is, she is exactly what you need if you're an AFLW coach. You need someone who's going to take ground. And in a good way, like she, she is really hard to tackle. She's so strong already, despite still being really young. Um, yeah, she's a monster. So yeah, she, who knows? She like, she's got, I think she, she looks taller than her sister, which is definitely an advantage. Um, makes her a lot harder to play against. She, you know, she's, she's another one of these like row bottoms or hams, um, these, these young players, these young superstars have got a lot of size. So, yeah, she's going to be a beast. Um, she's just going to have to wait a few weeks before she can show it off again. Um, but, yeah, I thought, I thought Geelong were fantastic, but St Kilda made it a bit too easy for them. So it be interesting to see how we go against the Pies. If we can sort of hold it to – if we can not let it get blown out, if we can sort of score each quarter. Like, we're going halves of football – without kicking goals. Like that, that, that isn't good. We only kicked three goals for this game. And they all came in the third quarter. So three quarters without hitting the scoreboard in any real way um, is not good. So we need to sort of, you know, maintain some consistency throughout the entire game. And we need to really, really work on our team defense, running, covering ground, covering players, um, it will be hard because we're going to like we're, we're scraping the bottom of the barrel with our list at the moment. No offense to the girls that are going to be coming in, um, but we're far from fielding our best side. That is for sure. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see how we go. Um, Richmond and Brisbane. This this is a cracking game. This is actually so it was four points of difference in the end. Richmond got the job done. Um, it was only a three goal game, but it was fantastic. Like I said before, it was fast. It was a really, really fast game, and it was fucking high pressure. My God. It was really, really high pressure, especially from the Tigers' back line. 
That's how they won this game. I was amazed when I saw the result how low Brisbane scores because they're the highest scoring team in the comp by a long way. Really, really high scoring. They've got an extremely potent forward line. But oh, it, it, it was... it was. Now, these are, these are two new names to me. Um, Shelvin and Sheeran, two of the Richmond defenders, had a day out. These two girls were like, nothing's getting past us and nothing got past them. They were extremely impressive. They were aggressive. It was all one percenters and smothers and tackles and 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 spoils and and my god something that you don't see a lot in the AFLW willingness to leave their opponent to go up and attack the ball right so the ball's coming inside their defensive 50 it's like right how are we going to defend this they've got an opponent who they need to not let get the ball but they've also got like you know it's maybe it's just them so, so they press up and they attack the ball carrier and they, they have the confidence to put pressure on knowing that there's a chance that leaving their player alone could result in an opposition goal. It was just, it's not something you see heaps in the AFLW yet. And I was really, really impressed. It was, it was really great to see from Richmond. This is... So Richmond came into the comp at the same time as St Kilda. They're, you know, they're still like you know these teams that came in in the last three years are still like technically expansion sides, even though there's four new expansion sides this year. Um, but this might be how those teams grow because we we saw um, over the weekend there's still a big problem with evening out the women's comp because Adelaide beat the Giants by a hundred points. And the Giants only kicked one point for the game. So that's a problem. We can't be having games like that. So how do these teams that have come through in in the second and third, like, you know, groups that have joined the competition, how do they bridge that gap? Well, maybe it's like this. Maybe it's not, you know, having the 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 players in your in your squad who can just do it on merit. Maybe it's about creating, you know, like St. Kilda could never do this. Right, this, this intense defensive effort, right? Because Richmond went into this game, they knew they're like, "There's no way we're going to win this game by outscoring Brisbane just in a shootout." Right, we're going to have to stop them from scoring. So their back, their back five was just like, "Okay, we're just going every time we see the ball, we're going to attack it." What like they were like their you know midfielders or forwards, you know, rather than trying to be defensive, be offensive, regardless of where you are on the ground. And yeah, it's, it was just, it worked. It worked really well. Um, Monique Conti is an extremely impressive player. Um, she, you know, she's one of these players like a press Parkus or, you know, whoever name them. Um, just really aggressive, like exactly what you need. So, like I was saying about, I mean, both press parkers, sisters do this, but just getting the ball, taking a few strides and then just kicking it, using it well, making good decisions. Um, it, it, it injects energy and verve into the team when a player just gets it and just goes, get the fuck out of my way and pushes the opposition out of the way and just charges forward. 
And that's what Monique Conti does, and that's why she's such a good player. Um, Brisbane. So Brisbane should have won this game because Dakota Davidson should have kicked that late goal. Um, but my God, did she have maybe the worst game from any footballer I've ever seen? And I'm not fucking around there. She and she didn't play poorly. She was obviously just in a fucking shit mood because she gave away two stupid 50-meter penalties, right? She was... Whoever she was playing on, I couldn't see. It looked like it was... um, Whichever one of the Hosking sisters it was that was playing, there was one of them that wasn't. I think it was Jess that was playing, and then Sarah was the one up in the stands um, next to Katie Brennan. Mind you, Richmond have done this without their captain, so Brennan wasn't playing. So, yeah, so Hosking was... It, it was hard to see, but it was after um, Davidson given away one of her 50-meter penalties and the Richmond player, let's assume it was Hosky, was just giving it to her. She was just like, you know, talking shit, saying whatever. Like it was that the play was happening and they were like 40 meters away from the play, just sort of having it out. And you could see how upset Davidson was. She was getting really, really angry. Like she's pointing in her face, like shut the fuck up or whatever she was saying. And it worked really well because she, it like the, the way that it affected her cost Brisbane the game because she takes that great contested mark late in the game, right? Chance to like to fix everything. So, so whatever mistake she's made earlier in the game don't matter if she kicks that goal because they win, right? And they remain undefeated. But she... She takes the mark. She's like five meters out, right? There's three Richmond players between her and the goals. And kudos to Gabby Seymour, I believe it is. Um, she was switched on enough to um, smother the ball. So Davidson, rather than going back and taking a set shot, a set shot or even just going back and having a snap, she is on one knee. She's getting up from having just taken the mark. She gets up and she just spins around and tries to snap a goal straight away. When there's all this, all these people around her, like, what are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? Just take a second. There's no rush. Are you trying to be clever? What are you do? like? She, she tried to overcorrect the mistakes that she'd made. And she made an even worse one. It was just, Oh, every time it was mainly in the second half that she was making all these errors. So I don't know what was going on, but man, I've, I've never seen a player so switched off and just, just making silly errors, like a good player too. Like it was two years ago when Brisbane won the flag, she was instrumental. Like I think she was their leading goal kicker. So, um, and, she, and I believe she still hasn't kicked a goal this season. So she's having a really poor year and she's, she's, you know, gotten to the halfway point and had a really, really, really poor game. Um, so that'll haunt her for a while, but I'm sure, um, who's their coach? Stasevich will like sit her down and make sure she's, she's all good and just get her head back in the right space because that was bad. And she's cost them, she's cost them the game because she wasn't paying attention at all, which is a shame. Um, but yeah, well done, Richmond. That's, that's what we need to see more of. This is how we're going to get upset victories. And I'm sure other coaches will see this and will go, gee whiz, that's pretty clever what they've done there. They've just 
decided to be really, really aggressive and contested and tough. Oh, and it's worked. So maybe this is how we'll see more upsets in the AFLW moving forward. It'd be good to see that. It'd be good because, you know, basically you go into every single week and it's like, oh, Adelaide playing whoever. I think they've got Port Adelaide this week, actually. It's a, um, what do they call it? A showdown. So Adelaide are going to win by heaps. They're going to smash them. Um, but it'd be nice to go into games not knowing that, you know? <laughs> like, so, yeah, it'll be good to see that happen a bit more. Um, yeah, that'll do for this week, guys. Thanks heaps for listening. I hope you're still enjoying how I'm going about these AFLW podcasts. I certainly am. Um, I'm really enjoying just just picking another game that I can see was a good contest and, and watching that. Um, yeah, remember to like and subscribe and review and comment on my stuff. If you want to send me a send me a message, if you want to talk about football, if you want to talk about Star Wars, if you want to talk about anything, you send me a message. I'd love it. Um, I love it when people send me messages. I, I had a guy send me a message a few weeks ago just saying that he really, really enjoyed my St. Kilda season review. And that just made my day. I was like, fuck you, dude. Thanks heaps. Um, really appreciate it. So it's good to get, it's good to get that affirmation. <laughs> it's really good. All right. I'll catch you guys next time. Bye.